Welcome to Zikhu Daf Siman Member by Ram Goldai and Tedimur Zakhu Sushashana Daf Chavav, the third parak, Ruhu Vaisdin. Zakhu Sushashana has been generously sponsored as a schus for Chaya Baz Esther. So the three dots we're going to focus on. Number one, the next Mishnah states, Koshofers Kshem Chutzmishal Parat Mifneshu Karen. All shofers are suitable for use on Rosh Hashanah except a cow's because it's a Karen, a horn. Rabbi Yossi said all shofers are called Karen. Is it stated, Bimshoch Bikaren HaYovel? Upon the drawing out of the blast of the Yovel's Karen, when you hear the sound of the shofar, the Gemara explains that a Yovel is a ram. The Gemara asks what the Rabban's reason is, given that Rabbi Yossi has argued well. And it answers, Kol Shofros Ikru Shofar Ikru Karen. All the other shofars are valid because they are called both shofar and karen. Whereas the horn of the cow is called a karen and not a shofar. For it's written in Moshe's bracha to Sheba Yosef, Bechor Shoro Hadrolo, Bekarni Re'em Karanav. A firstborn, his ox, glory is his, and his horns are the karens of Re'em. Rabbi response would be that a horn of a cow is also called a shofar. For it's written, I shall praise the name of Hashem with song, and I shall magnify it with thanksgiving, Vesetiv HaShem Meshor Par. And it shall be more pleasing to Hashem than a shor, which is an ox, par, which is a bull. Shor and par combine into shofar. Now, why were both terms of shofar and par mentioned? To teach that David Melch means that his field shall be more pleasing to Hashem than the blowing of a shofar, which is the practice on fast days. So we see from here that a cow's horn is called a shofar. Point number two, the Gemara presents two other reasons why the Rabbanan said that a cow's horn cannot be used as a shofar. Ula said, is in accordance with Rav Chisa said, why does the Kohen Gadol not enter the Kosh Kadoshim in the big day Zahav to do the Avoda of Yom Kippur? Because an accuser cannot become a defender, meaning that since gold recalls the sin of the Ego Zahav, it may not be worn by the Kohen Gadol when he seeks Kapara. Similarly, the Rabbanim maintain that the horn of a cow or any cattle recalls the offspring of the golden calf, and so may not be used as a shofar on Rosh Hashanah. Abai said that the Rabban's reason is, Shofra Amrachmana, Veloshnaim Ushosha Shofros. The Torah said that the sound must emanate from the shofar, which implies, and not from two or three shofars. But the horn of a cow came in the Kai Gilde Gilde Mishaze Kishnaim Ushosha Shofros. Since it's composed of individual shells, it appears like two or three shofars. Rashi explains that a cow's horn is unique because each year's growth is discernible, and so it appears as though one shell was added to another, the second beginning where the previous one left off. And point number three, the next mission introduces the Malchokas regarding what type of shofar is used on Rosh Hashanah, Fast Days, and Yom Kippur of Yovel. The Gemara explains that Rabbi Yehuda holds that on Rosh Hashanah, Tokim Bishel Zacharim, we blow with the horns of males which are bent, come at the Kaif Inish Daititfei Ma'ale, for on Rosh Hashanah, the more a person bows his mind, it's better. Therefore, a bent shofar is better since it reflects an attitude of submission. Whereas on Yom Kippur of Yovel, come with the Pashit Inish Daititfei Ma'ale, the more a person straightens his mind to reflect an attitude of freedom is better. Therefore, a straight shofar of Ye'elim, of wild goats, is used. The Tanakhama holds the opposite. On Rosh Hashanah, the more a person straightens his mind, the better. Therefore, a straight shofar is preferable, whereas on fast days, the more a person bows his mind, the better. Therefore, a bent shofar is preferred. So once again, the few points are number one. The next Mishnah states, Kol shofar's kasher mechutz mechal parim mifnei shukaren. All shofars are suitable for use on Rosh Hashanah, except the cows, because it's a karen, a horn. Rabbi Yossi said, all shofars are called Karen, as it stated, upon the drawing out of the blast of the Yovel's Karen, when you hear the sound of the shofar. The Gemara explains that a Yovel is a ram. The Gemara asks what the Rabban's reason is, given that Rabbi Yossi has argued well, and it answers, all the other shofars are valid because they're called both shofar and Karen, whereas the horn of a cow is called a Karen and not a shofar. 
For it's written, Moshe's bracha to Shevi Yosef, Our firstborn, his ox, glory is his, and his horns are the karens of Re'em. Rav Yossi's response would be that a horn of a cow is also called the shofar, for it's written, I shall praise the name of Hashem with song, and I shall magnify it with thanksgiving. And it shall be more pleasing to Hashem than a shore, which is an ox, par, which is a bull. Shore and par combine into the word shofar. Why were both terms of shore and par mentioned? To teach that David Melk means that his feel shall be more pleasing to Hashem than the blowing of a shofar, which is the practice on fast days. So we see from here that a cow's horn is called a shofar. Point number two, the Gemara presents two other reasons why the Rabbanon said that a cow's horn cannot be used as a shofar. Ula said it's in accordance with what Rav Chissa said. Why does the Kohen Gadol not enter the Kashkadoshim in the big days of Hav to do the Avodah on Yom Kippur? Because an accuser cannot become a defender, meaning that since gold recalls the sin of the Egel Zahav, it may not be worn by the Kongado when he seeks Kapara. Similarly, the Rabbana maintained that the horn of a cow or any cattle recalls the offspring of the golden calf, and so may not be used as a shofar or Shoshana. Abai said that the Rabban's reason is, Shofar Amorachmana, Boshnaim Ushosha Shofros. The Torah said that the sound must emanate from the shofar, which implies, and not from two or three shofars. But the horn of the cow came in the Kai Gilde Gilde Mishazi Kishnaim Ushosha Shofros. Since it's composed of individual shells, it appears like two or three shofars. Or she explains that a cow's horn is unique because each year's growth is discernible, and so it appears as though one shell was added to another, the second beginning where the previous one left off. And pointing with you, the next mission introduces the Malchus regarding what type of shofar is used on Rosh Hashanah, fast days in Yom Kippur of Yovel. The Gemara explains that Rebuto holds that on Rosh Hashanah, Tokim Bishel Zacharim, we blow with the horns of males which are bent. For on Rosh Hashanah, the more a person bows his mind, it's better. Therefore, a bent shofar is better since it reflects an attitude of submission. Whereas on the Yom Kippur of Yovel, the more a person strains his mind to reflect an attitude of freedom is better. Therefore, a straight shofar of Ye'ilim, of wild goats, is used. The Tanakhama holds the opposite. On Rosh Hashanah, the more a person strains his mind, the better. Therefore, a straight shofar is preferable, whereas on fast days, the more a person bows his mind, the better. Therefore, a bent shofar is preferred. All right, so now we go to Simr Dav Chavav, and our standard simon is a coup, a military coup. So here goes. The soldier who mistakenly wore a cow horn on his helmet for the coup, unlike the others who wore chauffeurs of other animals, was forced to remove the gold stitching from his white garments and bend down in submission Rosh Hashanah and blow a bent shofar. Once again, it's a motion. The soldier who mistakenly wore a cow horn on his helmet for the coup, coup, that must be worn Dav Chavav. The soldier mistakenly wore a cow horn on his helmet for the coup, unlike the others who wore chauffeurs of other animals, which reminds us that the Chabim hold that all types of horns are kosher to be used as shofars except for cow horns because they're called Karen's horns and not shofars. Rabbi Yossi holds that all horns are called Karen's as well, and he brings a pusset to expand that a cow horn is also referred to as a shofar. So the soldier mistakenly wore a cow horn on his helmet for the coup, unlike the others who wore chauffeurs of other animals, was forced to remove the gold stitching from his white garments. Which reminds us, two additional reasons are given why the Chamim do not permit cow horns as shofars. Ul said it's based on the principle of En Kategornasis and Egor. Just as the Kohen Gadol does not wear gold when he goes into Kush Kedoshi and Yom Kippur, because it recalls the sin of the Egor Zahav, using a cow horn as a shofar also recalls the sin of the Egor Zahav. Abai says the reason is because the Pasuk calls for a single shofar. Not like a cow's horn, since it's composed of individual shells, it appears like two or three shofars. So the soldier mistakenly wore a cow horn on his helmet for the coup, unlike the others who were chauffeurs of other animals, 
was forced to remove the gold stitching from his white garments and bend down in submission on Rosh Hashanah and blow a bench shofar. Which reminds us, Rabbi Yudah holds that one should use a bench shofar on Rosh Hashanah to reflect a sense of submission and a straight one on the Yom Kippur of Yovel to reflect freedom. The Tanakhama holds a straight one should be used on Rosh Hashanah and a bent one should be used on fast days. So once again, the soldier mistakenly wore a cow horn on his helmet for the coup, unlike the others who wore chauffeurs of other animals, was forced to remove the gold stitching from his white garments and bend down in submission on Rosh Hashanah and blow a bench shofar. All right, now it's time for a four-block back Chazorah. Dav Chabes, so the similar Dav Chabes is a cab. So here goes. The yellow ate us a chodesh cab. Cab, that must be worn Dav Chabes. The yellow ate us a chodesh cab, transporting a father and a son, which reminds us it's a machos coming Rabbi Shimon whether relatives can give ate us a chodesh together. The machos is based on the pasuk which Kodesh Baruch Hu gives Moshe and Aaron the mitzvah of ate us a chodesh. Rabbi Shimon interprets the pasuk to mean ate us zot the testimony of the new moon is valid through you, meaning through Moshe and Aaron, who were brothers. The Rabbana interpret the Pasuk to mean, This testimony is placed under your jurisdiction. Just as Moshe and Aaron were the greatest in their generation, so too the greatest Rabbana of each generation must receive the Edus and sanctify the new month. So, the yellow Edus HaChodesh cab, transporting a father and a son, along with a pair of witnesses who were sent along to identify them, which reminds us, the opening mission of the second barrack states, Im Enum and Kirion so, if they are referring to members of the Sanhedrin, who will accept testimony about the appearance of the new moon, do not know the witness, they, referring to the court that presides in the witness's town of origin, send with him another to testify about him. The Gemara clarifies that Acher means Zug Acher, that a pair of witnesses are sent to identify the pair of witnesses who are giving Edus HaChodesh. So, the yellow Edus HaChodesh cab, transporting a father and a son, along with a pair of witnesses, who were sent along to identify them, arrived in Basin just as a sinister plot to mess up the month was foiled. Which reminds us the Mishnah stated, Originally, we accept testimony about the new moon from any Jewish man. When the Baitosim disrupted the process of Kiddush HaChodesh, the Rabban instituted they should accept only from those known to be trustworthy and loyal Jews. The Gemara brings a price of how a royal Jew foiled the Baitosim plot. So the similar Dav Chaf is Kugulach. So here goes. The kids playing a nighttime match of Kugelach. Kugelach. That must be on Daf Chav Gimel. The kids playing a nighttime match of Kugelach under the torches that were only lit for a Chaser Math, which reminds that the torches were only lit for a Chaser Math because of the Gazer on account of a situation in which Rosh Chodesh following a deficient month falls in Erev Shabbos, which would cause confusion for those living far away and trying to determine which day was Rosh Chodesh when the torches were lit. Vosi Shabbos. So the kids playing a nighttime match of Kuglach under the torches that were only lit for a chaser month disturbed the person running alone next to a hadas in the wilderness, which reminds Rabbi Yochanan said, Doma Whoever learns Torah and does not teach it to others is like a hadas in the wilderness. The hadas, which is very fragrant, goes unappreciated in the wilderness where there's no one to benefit from its fragrance. But there are those who have a different version of what Rabbi Yochanan said, Whoever learns Torah and teaches it in a place where there are no other Talmudic Chachamim is like a Hadas in the wilderness, which is precious because of its scarcity there. So the kids playing a nighttime match of Kugelach under the torches that were only lit for a Chaser month disturbed the person learning alone next to a Hadas in the wilderness under the moon whose indent 
never faced the sun. Which reminds the basin would ask the Aiden if the Indian and the moon faced the sun or was away from the sun. And if he answered that was facing the sun, he had said nothing. Since the moon receives its light from the sun, the Indian and the moon can never face the sun. For Rabbi Yochanan said, Hashem makes peace in the heavens by arranging creation so the sun never sees the indentation of the moon, the Chal Shadaita, for if it did, the moon would be disheartened. Dav Chavdalad. So the simmer Dav Chavdalad is a pitcher, a cud, a pitcher. So here goes. The witness was peering at the new moon through a glass pitcher, pitcher. That must be one Dav Chavdalad, cud. The witness who was peering at the new moon through a glass pitcher, which reminds us that if they didn't say we saw the moon reflected in the water or reflected through a lantern or we saw it through the clouds, they cannot testify. But similarly, if they say we saw half of it reflected in the water or half of the clouds or half of it through a lantern, they may not testify about it. The more clarifies that these latter statements are coming to teach, they may not testify even if they saw the other half in the sky. So the witnesses who were peering at the new moon through a glass pitcher got a shock when it shattered from the shouts of Makudish Makudish, which reminds us that more brings the source of the Rosh based in to say Makudish and for the nation to respond Makudish Makudish. So the witness who was peering at the new moon through a glass pitcher got a shock when it shattered from the shouts of Makudish Makudish that were said after the witnesses pointed to the correct position of the moon on the Rosh based in's astronomy tablet, which reminds us that three reasons are given as to how Ramon Gamliel was permitted to have various moon shapes on a tablet to help the witnesses to clarify what they saw, despite the Pusik that says, Losasuniti, you shall not make with me, which is interpreted to mean, Losasun Kadmushamashai, you shall not make images of my servants who serve me on high. The first answer is that since Roman Gamliel was a Nazi, many people were frequently in attendance, therefore, there was no suspicion they were being worshipped, or the Prakim Hava, they were made of sections, or Lislamid Asa, Roman Gamliel made the images for the purpose of study. Dav Khafhe, so the Simmer Dav Khafhe is a silver wedding anniversary. So here goes. The husband who planned a spectacular silver anniversary party. Silver anniversary party? That must be more Duff Cafe. The husband who planned a spectacular silver anniversary party. Perfectly timed for Rosh Chodesh, down to the exact Chalakim. Which reminds us, Roman Gamil had a tradition from the house of his father's father that the new moon is never less than 29 and a half days, two-thirds of an hour, and 73 Chalakim from the previous one. So the husband who planned a spectacular silver anniversary party. Perfectly timed for Rosh Chodesh, down to the exact Chalakim, was devastated when Basin validated the wrong date. Which reminds us, Rabbi Kiva comforted Rabbi Yeshua, whom Rabbi Gamliel forced to come to Basin carrying his staff and money on the day that Rabbi Yeshua held was Yom Kippur by reminding what Rabbi Yeshua himself had taught. With regard to the designation of Yom Tovim, the word Osam is repeated three times and spelled defectively without the Vav, and is therefore expounded as if it were vowelized Atem, you. This teaches us, Atem afil shogigim, Atem afil mizidim, Atem afil mutim. The festivals you declare are valid even if you choose the wrong date in there, even if you choose the wrong date deliberately, meaning they declared Rosh Chodesh on the wrong date for some compelling reason that entitles them to do so, and even if you were misled. So the husband who planned a spectacular silver anniversary party, perfectly timed for Rosh Chodesh, down to the exact chalakim, was devastated when Basin validated the wrong date before two judges who saw the new moon had a chance to testify. Which reminds us, if Basin alone saw the new moon, two of the judges should stand and testify before the others, even though ain't Shmiya Domularia, Rabbi Zer explains this case was when they saw the new moon at night, when Basin cannot be Makadish, the moon. All right, that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Avram Goldham, wishing a great day and great learning.